beta software, supply chain constraints, and the enterprise. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is sponsored by Upstart, fair and fast personal loans. Go to upstart.com slash macvoices and find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is Mac Voices Live, Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. We are on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV, and you could be too. All you have to do is click over there, join us in the chat, and talk to us uh, through the chat, talk to the other people in the chat, and we just, we always have a good time. Tonight, uh, we have a bit of a light show. Um, first of all, I have a hard out in an hour. Um, and so far, we've only have had Mr. David Ginsburg show up. So I don't know where everybody else is. Yeah. David, good to have you. Great to be here. Uh, uh, we got, uh, it seems like a quiet week in the Apple world. So try, try and come up with some good stuff to talk about. And uh, let's see how, where we go. But I'm doing really yeah. well. Yeah. Well, we, we should say... Um, we should say that there is a big event coming up here tomorrow um, in the Apple world, and that's your birthday. No, oh, thank you. So, <laughs> appreciate that. So, so happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank, thanks so much. Appreciate yeah. it. How old are you? No, never mind. We, I, that was, I shouldn't ask that. That's not good. That's not good. I did get a good book. I did get a good, I, oh, there's Jim. I just, yeah. just, I did get a good book. I probably should show it. I was going to save it for, for the Mac show, but I might, uh, I might go grab it and show it. It's a, if you remember that uh, Apple design book that, that they released and that, that was like ri- ridiculously priced, I think it was at like 500 bucks or whatever it was or yeah. something like that. And uh, yeah, this was a, uh, one of my, uh, uh, my sister's, my sister-in-law's uh, boyfriend gave it to me. And it was, a, it's an Apple design. And it's uh, it's pretty cool. I should go grab it. I think yeah. it was three hundred dollars. Was it three hundred? But now it's like three thousand because you can't. It's out of print and. Yeah, that figures. I think this one is only about twenty bucks, <laughs> but it's it's actually really nice. Yeah. Which one? Oh, somebody else did one. Yeah, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna grab it. Okay, hold that thought. Um, taking a sip from his um, whatever he's sipping, uh, Mr. Jim Ray. Jim, thank it's, you for showing up. Good to have you. Just water. Sure it is, Jim. Um, <laughs> Look, here's a new one. Oh, okay. Okay. That's why I always have the, uh, the glass of water so you know it's water. Yeah. <laughs> Here, this, this um, is oh, okay. I haven't seen that one. That. Oh, it's got a... a notch little, out of it. Yeah, it's got the notch. It's got the notch. <laughs> yeah, it's got a, it's got a notch, yeah. Yeah, it's got uh, all the different uh, stuff from that. That had to have been more than twenty mm-hmm. bucks, twenty dollars originally. No, you can't even buy a pamphlet for gift, twenty dollars. So I, I probably shouldn't be looking it up. Yeah, here, there's, there's the, uh, that's the, 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 the hi-fi, the, the iPod hi-fi. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's real blurry, but yeah, so it's it's a it's a nice book. Yeah, it's, yeah. it looks like it. it looks so, like it. Huh? Good, good birthday gift. Yeah. Well, Jim, I was just saying we have we're, it's going to be a little bit of a shorter show tonight because I have a bit of a hard out uh, at, at the top of the hour, um, and so, and we also said there's it's been kind of quiet in the Apple world today, yeah, uh, or this week really. So 
Uh, and you know how you guys know how I feel about just talking about nothing just to fill time. Um, a couple things did jump out at me, though. I thought, especially today as we record this, that it seems like a lot of the news sites are really pushing the idea that, you know, you if you want a, a MacBook Pro or even an M1 MacBook uh, for Christmas, you better be ordering or buying now um, because it looks like things are quickly sliding into next year. At least that's the way I'm reading it. And I'm, I'm wondering if sales are really that hot and that great uh, or the demand is, is such. Because if that is true, I mean, that's, you know, that's terrific. Um, we also had the stories about Apple cannibalizing some iPads, uh, iPad parts to be able to fulfill iPhone orders, which also I think that's a good thing as well. So I, you know, those those are always kind of difficult because you don't know where uh, they're getting their information from and exactly what the quantification is of those. But at the end of the day, there's there's just no question that that Apple products are really really hot. Yeah, and and I think also you know I also read that uh, Apple lowered the price of the trade-in values of all the iPhones uh, that that came over this week. I don't know if you saw that, but. Uh, well, boy, that, that they, I guess they feel like they're giving uh, giving out too much money for the older older phones for trade in. So they they dropped some phones thirty to fifty dollars uh, in the trade in. So real, real, real strange. Well, that or we talked about this on a previous show. You know, the idea that whether they are able to cannibalize any or all of those parts to you know go into new newer units or something. Sure. Um, you know that would make sense if if you can pay less for that then maybe you can fulfill things on another basis. And there's Mark Fuccio. He appears. Okay. In a newspaper. Everybody froze for an instant. He froze. It was like, he was like, he was part of the newspaper for a minute there. (laughs) Yeah. You froze too. Yeah. It was, it was a very interesting effect there. Mark. Good job. Good job. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, Mark, we were just saying that, uh, you know, the, the reports about, well, David just brought up the lowering of uh, Apple device trade-ins by Apple, the prices, and also just the the reports that things are quickly going into, uh, sliding into late December, early January for orders. So the demand seems to be out there, especially for some of the new Apple hardware. Uh, yeah, I certainly believe that. And so we were saying lowering of prices. Was that you know on uh, everything, computers, tablets, phones? I think the one I read just was talking about the phones. Was it's talking about phones, but I would not be at all surprised if it was iPads too. Yeah, I think anything if they can't if if they can't satisfy demand, the last thing they should do is stimulate it through trade-ins. So right. that's not a surprise. Yeah, which all points to it being potentially a very good quarter for Apple if they can, uh, and I know we just finished talking about the last quarter, but a very good quarter for Apple um, if they can meet the demand. And even if not, you know, I, I, still, I, I still subscribe to the idea that if I'm going to buy an Apple product and it's not available, I'm going to wait. I'm going to put my order in and I'm going to wait. I'm not going to go and order a, a Surface laptop or you know any of the others. Just not gonna happen. So these purchases will be made sooner or later. It's just a question of when they will be made. I agree yeah. with that. And on the earnings call, you know, one of the analysts asked uh, Tim Cook, uh, how many of those are 
you know, are delayable versus, you know, may go elsewhere. And I, I think he gave a little bit of red meat to the analysts and he said that, you know, if it's a gift, they'll probably go somewhere else. But I'm I'm not so sure. I mean, if you're if if you're buying you know an iPhone for a child or you know a spouse or loved one, if their heart is set on an iPhone, are you really going to give them an Android device instead? No, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> well, you know, Mark, that's an there, interesting. There could way be to... people that would be yeah. on that bubble. You think so, Jim? You know, everybody's not like us that, you know. Yeah, but most of these things are, okay, I mean, I'm, I might give you that on an Apple HomePod uh, Mini. But most people, I think, at this point are into an ecosystem, one or the other. And unless they are making a conscious switch, uh, or unless they, they're looking for a reason to switch, I think they're going to, I think they're just going to hang out and wait. Um, Brad in the chat room says, I would say a majority of my clients are waiting on the next big uh, iMac with Apple Silicon. And yeah, I would, you know, I think that's another thing that there a lot of people are waiting for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Brad also said, says, Apple gift certificate. Yeah, good idea, Brad. Good idea. Um, yeah, the problem I want to make Apple sure, gift cards. <laughs> yeah, David, you sh- you showed that that book that you just got for your birthday. I'm going to put the link in the yeah. chat chat room. Um, so for those of you that saw it, if there's only two left now, because I just bought one for for Mark, this, this is, this is the book. (laughs) I can't see it's, uh, Apple, Apple design. Oh, this is the Ivy thing. No, this is something else. It's from 2011. Yeah. It's it's old, but my, uh, uh, my sister-in-law's boyfriend gave it to me for a birthday present and it's like, oh, that's really nice. And it, yeah, it's got some, uh, Similar to that book, it's got all the old stuff in here. Uh, but Did you say your sister-in-law's boyfriend? Sister-in-law's boyfriend. So stranger. <laughs> oh. I've known him for a while. Nice. I'm just kidding. Nice. Nice. I'm nice. just kidding. The nice with you. <laughs> yeah. The other the other thing that seems to be predominating uh, my my feed right now is uh, betas. It, and, and and in my mind, that just shows you how slow things are right now in the Apple world. Yeah. That you know the betas are the big news. Um, I somebody said it really well on I guess it was it was either over the weekend or on Monday that you know Apple event season is over. Now we're into the shopping season, and you know we'll come out the other end in January. And that's that's kind of what it feels like. Yeah. No, and and you know, as as we I mentioned before the show, obviously you want to hear a, a discussion about beta. You hear it on my show, but um, but it's always interesting to see what is is going to be coming. Um, the Mac rumors obviously always uh, pr- provides a good uh, everything new breakdown of what what's going to be coming, but because you have to kind of expect that that the fifteen dot two is in this case of iOS is and, and iPad OS is going to be coming uh, relatively soon here because they are already adding a few more features. So. Yeah, well, I mean, just because we're at the end of the year, I mean, the progress marches on. And so, right. um, and, and I know we also have talked to death the idea that we didn't see new um, M1, I want to make sure I say it right, M1 iMacs, just because right. the all the the laptops and everything are so hot right now that they can't keep those in stock. Why would they add something else that they can't keep in stock? So. I'm sure that I'm sure that has a lot to do with it because yeah, in in the past they've done 
uh, you know, updates you know, to IMAX uh, and even announced them in late in the year. But um, if they're having a component supply issues, then uh, you know they have to focus. I saw something somewhere on I don't know was it Twitter or somewhere on one of my RSS feeds that somebody was criticizing Apple, uh, you know, for uh, you know, allocating uh, components to uh, iPhones. Well, of course they're going to do it, right? It's it's the biggest selling by volume. It's probably among some of the highest margin products that they sell because people seem to reflexively go to uh, higher uh, memory uh, you know, storage uh, capacity devices, which are really sweet from a margin perspective. So of course, Apple would be uh, you know, allocating uh, to that device away from uh, maybe desktop iMacs or maybe some of the other uh, you know notebook uh, or minis. I can't imagine that there would be very many components that would be, you know, common that, oh, we have to make less iMacs in order to make more phones. That I think seems like that would of, be a pretty narrow. Uh... Yeah, but it's uh, it's a lot of the it's a lot of the uh, commodity low end stuff like capacitors, diodes, resistors. Uh, there's none of those in a phone. Yeah, there are. There's there's no com discrete components in a phone. Yeah, there are. There's you know, go look at uh, go look at some of the iFixit breakdown. There, there are uh, you know, there are capacitors and other things on those. You know, not certainly not as many as you have on the motherboard of a Mac or something. But um, you know, still, uh, if you're shipping you know tens of millions of phones, <laughs> you know, even if it has a fifth the components of you know of, of say uh, you know, a MacBook Air, um, it adds up pretty quick. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I think it's interesting. Web uh, makes it's, it's an interesting way to say it. Web with all the su supply constraints this year, I think Christmas holiday will be odd, and a lot of delayed giving, and and I think odd is a really good word. Web because right now we're seeing. Uh, I mean, the other thing that's really hot in my feeds has been you know the M1 iMac uh, and and the iPad Pro. You know. Great prices, you know, hundred dollars off, twenty five dollars off, forty dollars off. Buy now, buy now. And so I, I can't decide if this is just the retailers trying to make sure they capture whatever holiday gift dollars there are out there, and are being are willing to take a little bit less, um, or exactly what the thinking is. I know everybody is saying buy early, um, but some of that has oh, to do yeah. with del delivery capabilities. So. so, Chuck, do any of those are they tied to store only? You know, because it may be a ruse to try to generate physical traffic. Oh, I think it, I mean, well, for sure. A lot of those are Amazon. Okay. So, you know, yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. But at the end of the day, you still are selling something at, at a really good price. And so if you're in the market for that particular device, um, you know, the thing that always annoys me about the personally about those things is that um, it's always the base configuration. Yeah, you you almost never see anything beyond a base configuration for a deal. And on Amazon, they have a lot of you know, whatever they call their uh, refurbished uh, uh, equipment as well. So, right. uh, without without seeing any of the specific ads you're referring to, would be curious to know if um, if it's on a new gear or if they're offering discounts on uh, refurbed equipment. 
I think all the ones I've seen are are new gear. No, they're new. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I seldom see ads for refurbs. I mean, I know they're there. I just don't see. But them. you're not seeing this sort of ad for like the new MacBook Pros, right? <laughs> no, no, no. We're usually it's it's the no. base configuration of the M1s. Like an M1. Oh, you know, so that you know Air. that's last year's model now doesn't seem you know they they're they're trying to get people yeah forget about those shiny new MacBook Pros which you can only buy from Apple and you know buy buy something from us. That's an interesting point, Jim. I hadn't thought about it that way because it it still feels like the M1. Air is is new, but you're not wrong. It's it's been out there since what January, February, so, last November. Uh, yeah, I think it started. That's one of this now. So I think it started shipping certainly by December of last year. Was it December? Okay, yeah, it was December, I, I, November. Sorry, I have the. I think it was November. The Mac Mini. The Mac, Mac Mini actually was November. The Mac mm-hmm. Mini, the Air, and the 13 inch Pro. They all came yeah. out the same time, right? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Time well, flies. it's just one one more thing to chalk up to the time warp that has been 2021. <laughs> Today's edition of Mac Voices is sponsored by Upstart, fair and fast personal loans. Visit upstart.com slash macvoices and find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments. Would you like to uncomplicate your life, at least from the financial perspective, and save yourself some money along the way? You should take a good hard look at Upstart for a personal loan from $1,000 to $50,000. Fair, because they don't just use your FICO score when considering your loan request. They take other things, like your income and current employment, into consideration. Their approach lets them not only take a broader look at your application, but also access rates that can help you get out from under those high credit card rates. Fast, because it's all done online. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you visit upstart.com slash macvoices. That's upstart, U-P-S-T-A-R-T dot com slash macvoices. Don't forget to use my URL to let them know I sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan applications. Visit upstart.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Upstart for their support of macvoices. You know, other thing I'll do, I was mentioning because I'm dealing with in the enterprise is, is the supply restraints uh, constraints. Um, try to try to order a laptop from Dell right now. They're 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 pushing eighty and ninety day uh, lead times to 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 be able to order a laptop. Mm-hmm. And people in the enterprise are just just you you better order now and have it ready for March or April of next year. Um, it, it's just it's just it's getting worse and worse, and uh, I think it, this could also affect with Apple too because you know I've I've got a uh, there's there's people who've got the MacBook Pros, the, the base model, the M1 Pro. It's not shipping until the end of this month and beginning of December at this point. It might probably later now. Um, so you got that to deal with as well. I'm still waiting on my Apple Watch 7. Yeah, there you go. You know, I, I, and, and let's see, today is what? Yeah, so I'm just starting to move into the window that it said I could expect to see it. And so far, I haven't received any notification that's e- that's it is even being prepped for shipping. Yeah. So, Chuck, how long ago did you place your order? Uh, I think that one was 11 minutes uh, past the hour on the launch date. Yeah. And that, oh, okay. So that was like three or four weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was one of those that I didn't quite, I didn't quite get there, you know, hit the button in time for whatever reason. And I slipped right away into what 
we all thought would be the second or third round of shipping. And mm. now I'm, I'm, and, and by the way, I'm not complaining about it. I, I just think it's indicative of the situation. Right. That, you know, that just proves you that, you know, you're, you took 11 minutes to place an order for a device, you know, like when I ordered the 13 Pro Max and luckily I was able and I got delayed because of the credit card problem. Uh, luckily I got it to come that following Friday, but that, that just tells you that as they were warning that the supplier constraints for the Apple Watch 7, Series 7 was really low. Yeah. And I don't think, you know, I don't think any of us are complaining about it. I'm, I'm certainly no. not complaining about that. These are just observations about, you know, A, the, the supply mm-hmm. chain and what's going on, and B, Apple devices and their popularity and their and the demand for them. Yeah, some of this happens every year. Yeah, but this year's worse. I mean, it's worse, but yeah. it's not like it's 10 times worse. You know, it's maybe 50% worse or something. Not so far. Yeah. 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 I will say though, on the on the subject of refurbished, uh, sort of, um, I was in um, Best Buy this week here locally, and I always swing by the refurbished, you know, the, or the returned area to see what's there and see if there might be any deals. And there are a whole lot. There was a whole lot of gear there that you know was discounted. Obviously, it had been returned. Not a single Apple product was there. So. Take that for what it's worth. How about Apple peripherals? Maybe people don't return that stuff to Best Buy. I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, no, I mean, I've I've seen I've seen returned items that they would they they would resell as open open box I, or Apple. I'm, I'm not saying never, but that's probably oh, not not the first place most people go for Apple stuff or to return Apple stuff. Well, we're sort of back to the. With, the I agree with Jim. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but the the first part of the conversation, just like Amazon, you know, the typically when you walk in there, you get the stock builds. You don't get any configuration options. Right. Um, Brad pointed out that B&H offers some units that otherwise would be built to order from Apple. They buy them on spec. Excellent point. Yes, they do. Point. But, and, you know, there's, I've heard on some podcasts and Slack channels of developers walking into an Apple store and getting a high-end MacBook Pro Max build. Like, apparently they have, like, almost the top configuration mm-hmm. in Apple stores. I think everything except it's not the 8 terabyte, but it's, like, 64 right. uh, gig, um, 4 terabyte, and... and I've heard some stories of people like they had an order, you know, online and it wasn't supposed to come for three weeks and they went to the the Apple store and, oh gosh, they have it right here and I can just walk out with it. I think that's, I think that's, that's true. I've, I've heard that. And I know my own, you know, experience, say, you know, back in 2013, when I bought a MacBook Air, then uh, it was pretty richly configured at that time. And, um, I found one of three Apple stores in the Bay Area. The Los Gatos store had it, had it in stock. You know, so I you know, ordered it and you know, drove down there. And uh, yeah, that's a for any of your listeners that are in California, you know, in the Bay Area, the Los Gatos Apple store, I think is you know, an 
under discovered or underappreciated resource because it's easy to get in and out. Uh, it's easy to get appointment times if you need to go in for service. And they seem to have a lot of uh, higher end uh, configuration gear available there. Um, then this year when I bought uh, this uh, M1 MacBook Air, again, it's uh, you know, it's it's maxed out on memory and you know, middle of the road on uh, on disk storage. But it was available at uh, at the uh, Apple uh, original Apple campus in uh, Cupertino, not their uh, space station campus, but uh, mm-hmm. the other one a couple miles away. So yeah, I, I think they know that uh, you know a certain amount that you know people buy the higher end configurations, or or in the, to get it now that they will convince themselves to you know, trade up to the higher end configurations. So that's why they have them available at retail. Uh, excellent point. Yeah. Yeah. Los Gatos is a swanky area that's in Silicon Valley, too. It is. It is. <laughs> and we're, again, we're talking about those options being available at Apple stores, not at Best Buy's. Although, right. Brad says a client of his walked out of a local Best Buy with the new MacBook Pro. Brad, I'm assuming that's one of the standard configurations and not a yeah. higher bet. ends we're talking about. But still, the fact that there was a new MacBook Pro there, that's that's really interesting. So, well, so Apple ask. Apple set obviously set aside some for retail, which they usually do. So let me ask a question, and I mean this to be uh, provocative, and I'm wondering how much of you know people's desire, apart from hard drive capacity, where depending on how much data you have, you know, how much you need to work with, that can dictate you know, what size you need. But in, in terms of you know, processors, speed, number of cores, whether it's uh, you know, eight or 16 gigabytes of memory, um, you know, I, would, I would assert that you know, for a lot of people, uh, the base configurations are more than sufficient for what they need. And it's only driven by ego or uncertainty or envy, you know, that uh, leads people to uh, trade up and uh, you get more. So uh, provocative thought. What do you all well, think? Well, obviously I'm hanging out with developers. So um, I think developers, you know, I've seen bench code, benchmarks, you know, here's Xcode compiles on the different configurations and um doesn't seem like gpu more gpu cores you know that doesn't matter for xcode but the cpu cores matter and the ram matters and you know people have put up some pretty eye-popping numbers and you know i've seen some stories of some big companies that are like oh we're giving every developer a new machine maxed out Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the discussion online is, yeah, that's probably a bargain for these companies because, you know, they're paying a fortune to these people. And if they can, you know, do their bills in th- a third of the time, that's, you know, I mean, that doesn't mean they're going to be able to work three times as fast because, but, it, you know, they might be able to work 50% faster. And that's way more than the price of, you know, that would pay for the price of the machine in like 60 days. Absolutely. Yeah, for Absolutely. sure. But that's uh, you know, and not just the delta, like the whole price of the machine. Yeah. So Mark, and that's a, that's a specific case. Yeah, Mark. I, I mean, I, I know I know you're baiting us a little bit um, in in a good natured way. I think part of it, though, 
there, there are two factors, at least in my mind, when I was making a purchasing decision that, first of all, here we are, I, I, we've said it a million times, we're in a transition phase. So the, the M1 MacBook Air with 8 or 16 is, you know, it's pretty darn good and you don't always seem to strain it too much. But I also wasn't running my main workflows in that. I mean, I was almost doing test workflows and using it as a supplemental machine. So for my main machine, if I'm, if anything, I'm going to err on the high side, simply because I don't have the other factors. I have no option to upgrade anything. Short of plugging in uh, an external SSD for storage, I don't have any option to upgrade the RAM, and I don't have any option to upgrade the internal storage. So naturally, I'm going to look at it and say, oh, look at the delta between the 16 and the 64. And if I'm going to keep this machine for any length of time, and if I really need it to perform, I'm going to go ahead and buy the 64. Do I need the 64? I won't know until I start putting it through its paces. Maybe not. Maybe I've uh, maybe I and a lot of other people have overbought given the power of the M1, the M1 Max. But, we but don't you don't know. regret it. You don't want to regret right. it either because you're stuck. You're stuck with what uh, you buy. I mean, you can't. Not the old days where you could uh, upgrade your RAM anymore. So. You might as well, if you're uh, side on the caution of the, 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 the largest amount of RAM you can get, especially at the workflow that you do, and then 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 you'll feel better that you have it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I would say that, you know, sort of, you know, if if you're like Chuck or, you know, like uh, Jim and other developers, if, if time, you know, and, you know, throughput is, you know, your... Uh, your, your key buying, you know, your key metric for success, then it probably makes sense. You know, I, I marvel at a lot of people say, oh, well, I need all this memory because I load really big images in Photoshop. Well, I think that's nullified by, if you look at, you know, the amount of uh, RAM that they have, number one, that's integrated on the same die, you know, that has, you know, incredible, you know, bandwidth, as well as, you um, SSDs are way, way faster than spinning drives ever were that, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of, you know, performance benefit there that just, uh, I don't think is fully sunk into people because uh, I hear too many other people talk about, you know, oh, I have this device and it's really fast. And, you know, I just, uh, I never taxed it at all. And, you know, they're, uh, you know, they're not, uh, they're not, you know, working on honking big images. These are more, you know, sort of traditional, uh, you know, photographers where if it's 4k image, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a big image. So, um, you know, I'm thinking that, uh, it's good that people have choices, but, uh, the hard part to know is really how your, what your workload is and, does your workload need more disk I/O or I/O, you know, to uh, you know, from the processor to uh, you know the GPU or other things? And it, it changes very much depending on the application. And um, I've seen that since some of the uh, the M1 and the M1 Pro Max have come out, you know, depending on the sites you look at, you get all sorts of uh, you know, different uh, interpretations because they're all throwing different type of uh, workloads at it. Uh, as well as you know, some common uh, synthetic benchmarks, but um, um, just stirring the pot, I'm just trying to stimulate some discussion. The panel will be back in the next edition of Mac Voices to finish up a discussion of demand for Apple products. Then we get into a debate of configurations. 
and what considerations are topmost in the minds of the panel when they order new Mac hardware. That's next time on Mac Voices, and I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.